0: This is Divine Marriage, the podcast where we study what the healthiest, most successful couples in this world think and do. And we use this knowledge to help you stop enduring your marriage and start enjoying it.
1: So we want to talk about love languages, not like Gary Chapman's love languages, the five love languages, which is an amazing book that we've talked about. But specifically, the field of psycholinguistics, which is a big word. That means how your words affect your reality.
0: Yeah, your words, the words you speak are affecting your marriage and your relationship. This happens because your brain is constantly deleting, distorting, and generalizing all of the information around you towards what you think, feel, and say. Your brain is capable of processing 11 million bits of information, but you're only consciously aware of 40 50 bits so you're processing 11 million bits of information that's how much is relevant around you but you're only conscious and aware of 40 to 50 bits of that information for example while you're listening to my voice you're wearing clothes right now I'm sure so notice how those clothes feel on your body you weren't really aware of that until I just said that because it wasn't that relevant to you it's not what you were thinking it's not what you were saying and so you're directing your brain all the time towards what you're saying, you're thinking, the media you're consuming is directing your attention towards the 40 to 50 bits of information that your brain can process.
1: Exactly, and this ability to delete and distort and generalize information in your life to create meaning of the life around you is so important. You know, like Julie said, you've got so much coming in, but your brain can pinpoint and say, this is what's most important Um, with people in, In our lives, who've got uh, autism, like different forms of autism, their brain kind of lacks that ability and it really affects their ability to function in a normal environment and communicate.
0: They're taking in so much stimulus. They're taking more stimulus in than the average person does because their ability to delete and generalize information is not as prevalent as most people.
1: Now, how does that affect your words? How does that affect the way that you view and and, uh, experience your marriage? Well, in uh, psycholinguistics, the latest findings say that, you know, language and words are there not necessarily to describe what's going on around you, but to influence. And by changing your words, you can influence how your brain, how your subconscious mind is choosing what to filter in Mm -hmm. and
0: out. And the thing is, guys, you are acting, your actions follow your beliefs. What you believe about your world is how you show up. So you are creating the beliefs. It's not it's kind of a catch 22 because you see something and you think you're just taking in information. and like, Oh, that's the way the world is. But what's happening is you're generalizing information and you act towards that belief and you make it true.
1: Now, in our marriage, I've always had a rule just in the back of my mind. I've never really even talked to Julie about this, that I don't talk bad about my spouse. I don't talk bad about Jules, not to... Family. Hold on. What's there to
0: talk bad about?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But where did that come from? Was um, earlier on my mission, I was down in Paraguay, and we had a culture among these amazing missionaries who were there to serve the people and love them. Um, But a lot of them were from different countries, and we kind of would bad talk Paraguay and the people sometimes and their culture um shame on you yeah I'm yeah that kidding. kind of it, it's <laughs> <No> counterintuitive <laughs> as a 20 year old you know you can give us a little bit of <laughs> slack there but i remember having one leader in my mission it was a district leader who said hey we don't talk bad about the paraguayans and that was like a non-negotiable rule and i was so relieved when he brought that up because i felt it felt counterintuitive that. Uh, Different people would say negative things towards these people that we were there to serve.
0: Only because they were different and they didn't understand it.
1: And for me, there was also part of my brain that was filtering, deleting, distorting, generalizing all the information to prove those negative words right and say, you know what? I feel like we shouldn't be doing this, but you know what? They're kind of right.
0: Yeah. And so whatever negative thing you're thinking, that's all you're seeing because they It's the 40 to 50 bits of information. So all of the good, beautiful, wonderful things you're deleting. Right. And It's such a loss on your part.
1: Switching from thinking that people living in a certain part of town were lazy to thinking that they were hardworking made me appreciate all of the hardworking and wonderful things that they were doing.
0: Yeah. And you can do this in every relationship of your life.
1: Now, especially your marriage, because you've got so many opportunities to think about your spouse throughout the day. And how are you thinking about them? What are the words that you're saying in your mind? It sends a real message to your subconscious. So studies have proven this over and over and over again, that one of the most beneficial and effective ways to be a happier person is to start with a gratitude journal in the Mm -hmm. beginning of the day. And what you're doing is you're priming your brain to filter life the way that you want to see it Mm -hmm. and the way that you want to experience it. Yeah.
0: Now, I can hear some people, if I were to talk about this with them, they might say, yeah, but isn't that gaslighting yourself? I mean, there are negative things in the world. We should be aware of them. But here's the truth. (laughs) You could be gaslighting either way. Would you rather be positive and focus on the positive and multiply that in your life or negate the positive, filter that out and focus on the negative and multiply that in your life? You get to choose. I'm not saying you have to do this, but what are the results you want? Do you want more positive things filtering into your life or more of the negative? Because you could talk about gaslighting, like, well, you can't ignore the positive because there's negative out there. Like, okay, but what you're currently doing is blurring out the positive to focus on the negative. Why? What's the point? What's the benefit of that?
1: Exactly. So you're always training your mind, like Julie's saying, and you can train it to be negative or you can train it to be positive. What kind of reality do you want to live in? What kind of marriage do you want to live in? Because if you want your relationship to last and flourish, yeah. you've got to choose the positive. Exactly, Your, your brain,
0: brain is going to filter either way. So filter towards the results that you want.
1: Now, just some more evidence to, to throw this your way and, and really convince ourselves the power of your language. Um, salespeople know this. And especially if you go into um, car sales places, they change their language. They don't really say used cars anymore. They say pre-owned, which Mm -hmm. gives a different feeling. It feels like something was taken care of and possessed by another person, right? They don't really say cost or price. These salespeople, they've started saying investment. This Mm -hmm. is an investment in your future. You know, we've all heard that. Because these they know that the language triggers a different feeling and reality inside your mind. Flight attendants are taught not to say words like your final destination or terminal that have negative connotations and <laughs> yeah. and lead towards um, scary sounding things. But instead of saying your final destination, they say your destination. Instead of saying terminal, they're taught to say gate whenever possible all of these things because they want to create an environment of safety for their passengers and it's that important
0: you know i noticed that a while ago when um, a lot of the soda companies came out with their zero sugar products i'm like wait This is the same product as diet soda, but diet soda was getting shammed. And the word diet was getting shammed because you can't be on a diet. You have to appreciate yourself. And it's a lifestyle. Like we don't diet anymore. And so the soda companies were like, okay, our soda is now zero sugar. So if you're against dieting, you can drink our soda.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So you really have to work at this. You really have to train your brain to think of different words. And in a lot of the work that Jules and I do, we're working with clients and we either, Take them one or two routes to change their reality, either by changing their behavior and then that affects their internal reality, or changing their internal reality and that affects their behavior. Mm-hmm. This is a changing of your internal reality, a remapping of how you think, so that you process your marriage and feel the love that you deserve to and feel. And will
0: always influence your behavior.
1: Absolutely.
0: So I and this comes down to the media you're consuming too. When Justin and I started um, focusing more on couples coaching specifically, you know, I started looking up like memes and gifts and fun things that we could share on our Instagram and on our Facebook. And I was kind of discouraged at how many negative gifts there are out there and memes and jokes there are that are very cynical towards marriage. And like, maybe you can laugh at that. But at the same time, I'm like... Really? That's not how I, I feel towards my spouse, though. That's not the kind of emotions I want to create in myself towards my spouse. Um, even in the media, you know, the the shows where there's a really dumb, ignorant husband, and the wife's always there, and she's smart, and she has all the answers. Is that the kind of marriage you want? If that's not the marriage you want, then don't watch that type of media, because that's how you're going to start to view your husband and treat him.
1: Exactly. And for... Think places like Instagram and Facebook, this is actually really easy to do to train your feed because that's an input coming in and it'll change your outlook, right? So, simply by liking more posts that are positive and asking to unfollow or not see as many posts that are negatively slanted, you can change everything that's in your feed. And it actually doesn't take that long because they want to suck you in.
0: There's a post I saw recently that I really liked about this young mom who said she realized a lot of the posts and follow influencers she was following about motherhood were just talking about how hard motherhood was, how they felt like a maid, how they felt like they didn't have any time to themselves, how they felt like you know, they're just a baby maker, like just these really negative connotations. And she said she started to get really depressed and feeling oppressed by her kids, who she loves. And then she decided, I'm going to unfollow these accounts, and I'm going to start following moms who love being a mom, who love their children, and who talk about the blessings of motherhood. And she said her paradigm for motherhood completely shifted, and she started to show up with so much more joy. And that affects all of the people in her life, her husband and her children and herself. Her relationship with herself grew to a place of more love and connection.
1: Exactly. I remember as a youth, there were times in my life where I decided, what movies do I want to watch? What books do I want to read? And I started cutting out things that were negatively scented and putting in more things that were geared towards hard work and sacrifice and family and good relationships, the things that I wanted. And it drastically altered my perception of reality. I had friends ask me in school, why are you so happy all the time? <laughs> no, I was like, I don't know, because I didn't get it back then. But what you want to ask yourself is what are the words that you're using to describe your spouse? What are the words that you're using to describe your relationship? Remembering that your words, don't describe reality, they actually create your reality. Mm
0: -hmm. Exactly. Coaching changed our marriage, and we've seen it help others heal past trauma and reconnect with their spouse. But is it right for you? Try it out today at DivineMarriage.MailChimpSites.com.